What is going on, everybody? It is your boy Fusing180 here, and I will be doing podcasts from now on, as well as YouTube. And for those of you who don't know me, I am fairly well known on YouTube. I've got about 300 subscribers, and I'm aiming for 1,000 by the end of 2019. And the reason why I've decided to start doing podcasts, uh, or start creating podcasts, is because I want to get news outlets and international news dramas, whatever, out there to you people. And with a lot of things going on and happening right now, you know, we'll be actually discussing this episode. Uh, there's been a lot of things, honestly. And I I decided to take we'll do a podcast now. I want to see how it goes, see what happens. And uh yeah. So as I said, go check me out on YouTube. That's capital F U Z E capital L I N K one eight zero fusing cornady. Go check me out, subscribe, and like some of the videos, you know. Now, are we conducting some, um, well, are we telling you uh, some news, what's been going around around the world? And, yeah, no fake news. I mean, honestly, come on, Trump is right there. There, there is fake news out there. For example, uh, I've actually started to realize that the reason why celebrities are so big in uh well, most countries is because they want to. Well, the government actually wants you to wants you to uh, be distracted by what's actually happening. For example, I'm sure quite a f- fair few number of people in America know what's going on with Iran and U.S. and that's actually going to be our first topic. Uh, if you want to know what, uh, well, who or what my sources are, there is Russian TV or RT News, also known as. Uh, there's Al Jazeera news, and yeah, those, honestly, those are the only two um, news outlets I trust. Uh, so yeah, let's start with Iran and US. The relation le- relationship between each other has gone sort of downhill, and you honestly, uh, from what I've been hearing, and I'm sure what you've been hearing as well, is that the tensions have been rising, which means that there's possibly going to be a war. Honestly, I personally think there's going to be a war, you know, because think about it, 2020 is coming up. What does that mean? Election for USA or America. Now, I think Donald Trump will be re-elected as if this war goes ahead because they're, they're really playing, planning a lot of it, you know. For example, they've got a uh, an aircraft ca- an aircraft carrier already s- just sitting there outside uh, of Iran's doorstep, just waiting to uh, make the first move. Uh, I've also heard today that there have been some other Middle Eastern countries they haven't identified who yet. Again, this is from Russian TV. Um, they haven't said which Middle Eastern countries are involved in uh, helping us in the. Uh, waters of that area, but I'd believe, or I'd say it's either Israel or Saudi Arabia or both. Both Israel and Saudi Arabia will probably uh, be helping US in the waters, so with the navy. Um, now it's weird how I put it like that, where uh, Trump, you know, he might get reelected. Hopefully, he doesn't, but I have a feeling he will because of this war. Because if you think about it, past leaders, I'm not just talking about American leaders or American presidents, I'm talking about past leaders in general. Example, in uh, Australia, uh, my home country, 
back in uh, 19, well, back, well, back when the uh, Vietnam War was happening, uh, there was a guy called Robert Menzies. He was one of our prime ministers. He was a liberal. And basically he got uh, re-elected because of the war that was happening. And I guess people think that, well, if you started, you know how to lead uh, the well country out of the war, I guess. Well, not that you started, but if you're in it, I guess you know how to get out of it. And I think that's what's going to happen with uh, America, with Trump himself. So that'll be interesting to see. And then again, there I'm sure there's going to be many candidates. For example, I think Hillary Clinton, She's she says she's going to be running again. Um, Bernie Sanders, honestly, my favorite bloke. Uh, I don't know why he was not elected. Then again, he, he wasn't in a major party. And uh, yeah, so... It's interesting to see what happens, what the outcome of Iran and U.S. will be. And honestly, they're saying, well, Trump, you know, the, the Twitter the Twitter uh, freak, he's been tweeting out a few things saying that U.S. does not want war with Iran. But honestly, you know they're, they're lying, you know. Um, other than, you could, you could say there could be a possible war with Venezuela, but... I don't know. I don't see a war happening there, considering US has already like sent one aircraft carrier plus um, some other warships to Iran's doorstep. And um, what does Iran think of this? Well, um, the foreign uh, what's his name? Uh, let me just search it up real quick. Uh, there's a guy, he's, uh, I don't know his name, but he's pretty well known when it comes to uh, news on Iran and everything. Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, here he is. Foreign Affairs Minister of Iran, Mohammad Javad Zarif. He is, uh, as I said, the Foreign Affairs Minister of Iran, and Honestly, people actually don't mind him as a foreign affairs minister, as a foreign minister. But the, the who he's representing is uh, sort of in a way bad. But then again, you know, uh, just have to see what happens. And he's been, he's he's really, um, honestly, he, he's not a bad person. I want to put it like that. He's not a bad person. He's a great speaker. Um, what else? Yeah, oh. It's actually interesting to see because um, f- in terms of foreign relationships that Iran has, a couple of weeks ago, if not a month ago, uh, they signed well, Iran signed a a uh, border reaction force treaty. I think that's what it's called with Pakistan, which was interesting, as you'd never really think Iran and Pakistan would be, will sort of join as allies. But I guess they are. They did, according to Russian TV. And the, um, the relationships uh, with the neighboring countries of Iran, example, Iraq as well, they've they've become great friends, honestly. Sure, there was a, uh, a war between the two countries, but that was at least 30, if not 40 years ago. But now the relationship levels have actually risen, rose. I don't know if that's the correct terminology for that. But it's just gotten better overall. And I think that's a positive, as 
Iran's not looking to make enemies. If anything, they're looking to calm everyone down to make peace. And I don't see them using nuclear, uh, well, using their nuclear capabilities for war. But you know, Israel says they don't have nuclear weapons, but they obviously do. I don't know how many they have, but they obviously do. Even with the denies denials, they they do. Um, it will be interesting to see who gets involved. For example, will Pakistan actually will help Iran? Will Iraq help Iran? Will China help Iran? And will Russia help Iran? If not, will Turkey help Iran? They are all neighboring countries, and I guess the only way that uh, U.S. Uh, could will take down Iran if there were a war, if a war were to happen, is by our uh, sea, by the navy. And obviously, America has the best navy in the world. Like it's just number one. Uh, I'm I'm not uh I'm not a fan of the West. I'm more Eastern. But hey, you know, in the end, how well? Usually in movies, the bad guy always loses. But I don't think in this world the bad guy loses. In fact, I think the bad guy wins and thrives. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna say America is the bad guy here because Iran hasn't threatened anyone. Iran hasn't done anything to provoke anyone. I think it's America who's doing all this. And interesting enough, what actually, uh, what actually came to my mind just now is that um, America is uh, well, they need it. They need to make money somehow. They don't have anything backing their U.S. dollar. In fact, if anything, um, their U.S. dollar is actually being printed. And the only thing that has been backing, the only thing that even they deny uh, has been actually backing their U.S. dollar is uh, weapons and uh, war. Uh, It seems weird by some people, like even like, People will just say, well, that doesn't make any sense. They've got like, uh, I don't know what they have, but they've got a few things. They've got big companies. They've got Apple. But uh, Apple, uh, I believe they are, uh, they've got their manufacturers in China making the iPhones. Anyway, um, you know, they make uh, money off weapons and uh, war. For example, in this world conflict that's going on right now between Iran and US, not conflict, but like tension that is rising. It's interesting. I don't think um, US will be the first one to start something. It'll, I think it will either be Israel or Saudi Arabia. Why do I say this? Well, simply because uh, US sold Saudi Arabia, I think it was uh, – before the end of 2018, just before 2019, US sold Saudi Arabia $100 billion worth of weapons. $100 billion, billion with a B. And, you know, I think they're going to sell more weapons uh, if anything happens. And they've been doing this for over and over, like for many, many years, if not decades. And, um, yeah, in terms of European countries, I don't think any European country would want to get involved, considering uh, when America pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal, 
not many European countries like that, I don't think. For example, England or or uh, Germany, I don't think they like that very much. So I think they're just going to stay out of this one. They're not going to intervene or anything, but I think they're just going to stay out of it. <clears throat> See what happens. And, yeah, um, what do I think of it? I think that, well, if there is going to be a war, economically, gold will go up. Either way, so be sure to buy some gold right now. These are some uh, financial chips. Financial tips by fusing 180 here. Buy some gold right now. Don't buy any, well, if anything, don't buy any dollar. What I mean by that is if you're going to go to America in the next couple of weeks or so, in the next couple of days, uh, be sure when you come back, trade it in immediately and get gold. You know, trust me, you're going you're gonna to need some of that gold. Um, yeah. Moving on to some other news, we got Julian Assange. Now, he's been quite big in the past few weeks, if not months. Um, if you don't know who he is, Julian Assange, he is uh, a person who runs this site called WikiLeaks. Well, he's a, he's the uh, co-founder, he's the uh, owner of WikiLeaks. And um, what he does is basically release uh, uh, what I believe is private uh, documents and if uh, foot, uh, videos and footages and everything like that. And one of the videos that uh, was released was a uh, uh, what was it? It was an American helicopter. This is when the Iraq was uh, war was going on between U.S. and Iraq. Uh, a, a U.S. helicopter was shooting innocent uh, people, and he released that. Um, if you want to go have a look at it, it's on WikiLeaks, that's W-I-K-I space L-E-A-K-S, and he released that footage, and I don't think America really liked that. Anyway, he went to, he was accused of, uh, sexual assault, I mean, these were just allegations, these were just, uh, I guess you say rumors, I don't know if that's the correct word to use, but anyway, he done that. People didn't like it. Well, countries didn't like it. Governments didn't like it. And he went to England. And from what I know, he walked. He just walked. He just walked straight into the Ecuadorian embassy. And he was there for a very, very long time. I think it was, I don't know how many years, but it it was quite a number of years. It was a long time. And from there, uh, what basically happened is that uh, only about a month ago, I think, uh, uh, he got dragged out. Literally, he he got dragged out by the uh, UK police because Ecuador government did not want him there anymore. Apparently, he was uh doing he was uh doing something against the Ecuadorian government. I think making them look bad by releasing some documents or whatever about the Ecuadorian government or whatever. And that basically led to him being dragged out. That was probably the biggest thing. And yeah, now he's awaiting trial, I believe. Uh, the worst case scenario for him is being extradited to US. What that basically means is that he gets sent to US, United States of America, and, yeah, I mean, honestly, with these types of things, 
Only time can tell. Only time can tell. Um, his lawyer has uh, asked for him to not be extradited to US, but from what I heard only a couple of hours ago is that he will be going to Sweden um, over the uh, sexual assault uh, allegation case. And it's interesting, the person that accused him of it well, said, well, after, said that, no, it wasn't him, or it denied, denied it, basically. But then the uh, authorities themselves, Swedish authorities, still want to investigate this further. But they're not just in, they're not, they don't want to investigate it. If anything, they want to bring him to justice for what he's done. And I think it is completely wrong. He's a great man. He's Australian as well, which um, is interesting, considering Australia has not taken any action in this whatsoever. Um, you know, as I said, only time can tell. And yeah, um, onto some other news, some Australian news. The well, Prime Minister of Australia is uh, good old Scomo Scott Morrison. In fact, on the day of the election, on um, well, on the day that Australia decided who got into power, Bob Hawke, and our twenty third. Australian Prime Minister died at age 89. And that was actually a pretty sad day for a lot of people. He was a great Prime Minister. He brought in so many advantages for the country. He brought in so many great things for the country. He brought in free education. He brought in health care. He brought in a lot of things that really made the country what it is today. The thing is, when Liberal got voted in, they took all of it away, which, well, was pretty bad. Come on, if you think about it, you're taking away free education, healthcare. You're taking a lot of good things away from the people. And, um, yeah, you know, one thing that amazes me, back in the state election, so basically uh, some lady got elected and she was liberal and, yeah, I didn't really care that much. Um Liberal wanted to rebuild a stadium, a, a, a full big stadium. Ah, that interests me a lot, considering why would you, like, you, you got to ask yourself, why would you want to build a stadium when you could use that money to, uh, well, inject it into the uh, economy? Um, you know, this is weird what they've done. Anyway, and, uh, you know, election day on... Uh, Saturday was or Sunday it was Saturday, yeah. Election was happening, and honestly, at first it was very, very close. It was very, very, very close. But then once the uh, target number started, well, sorry, once the number started to raise more towards the target number for Liberal, um, Labour, you know that you knew they were they're going to lose. I think it was about around when Liberal had 50 and then Labor had around 46, 47, that's when Liberal started to dominate it. And apparently, uh, in terms of uh, which states elected for who, apparently Victoria and Queensland went more Liberal, apparently, this time. And in the past, they've been Labor, but now, from what I've heard, they've went more Liberal um, it's interesting to see what the next three years will be. 
And another interesting thing about the uh, government of Australia is that the last person to be in power for a full three term was uh, John Howard. After that, we've had prime ministers that have changed to another. We've had another prime minister change to another from person to person. And, you know, it's interesting because can Scott Morrison stay a full term? Will he be the next prime minister that, well, will actually, will he be the first prime minister to stay a full term in the 21st century? Because I think it was before 19, before 2000s, um, John Howard was uh, in power for full three terms, or maybe even before 2005, something like that. And Labor came in, Kevin Rudd, and then Julia Gillard, and then Kevin Rudd again, and then Tony Abbott, and then um, that businessman, uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, anyway, you get the gist. And then from that guy um, to Scott Morrison, ScoMo, um, he was a treasurer, but not many people like him. I think he was better at being treasurer. But hey, um, I'm me personally. I'm 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 happy to say I'm more of a Greens voter because they care about the environment. Robert Richard did not Robert Richard Di Natale. Uh, he's a doctor as well. He's a GP from what I from what I know of. He's a GP. Um, Greens they always get one seat, and surprisingly enough, I. Th- Think I may be wrong. I'm, I may be wrong, but I think UAP United Australian Party or Clive Palmer's party got one seat as well, which is fairly interesting. But yeah, Greens they are more in control of the uh, Senate than the House of Representatives. Um, I don't think they're willing to give that up because, yeah, well, if you don't know Australian, uh, the, the housing system. Basically, if you want to pass a law, it goes through. Uh, House of Representatives, people decide, then it goes to House of, sorry, it goes to the Senate, and the Senate decides whether that law goes through to the government general to sign. And Greens, apparently, they have a good control over the Senate. So, yeah, I don't think they're willing to give that up for House of Representatives for well, uh, seats. Anyway, um, yeah, let's see if he survives... Scott Morrison, let's see if he uh, survives three uh, years or one term in Australia. Let's see if he either, let's see if our Liberal switches Prime Ministers, or switches leaders. Um, yeah. Anyway, everyone, it's been about, tw- it's been about 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, I'm going to end it here. Now, t- this was a uh, first for me. Without my voice, it's getting quite rough now. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please be sure to share. I'm I'm not expecting this to go amazingly. Uh, go check out my YouTube channel. That's capital F U Z E capital L I N K one eight zero Fusing one eighty. And oh yeah, I just saw here. Uh. Uh, you can only record for 30 minutes max. So, yeah, it's going to be 30-minute uh, sessions or podcasts. So, yeah, hopefully every day I'll upload and, uh, yeah, I'll get better and better at this as I have on YouTube. So, yeah, please be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go follow me on this uh, Anchor website. I don't know how, how it works, but, yeah. Enjoy your afternoon. 
And yeah, it is 4.30. Have a great night.